Hey, beautiful souls. It's Mona Lisa Andavia, and it's Intuitive Tuesday, the radio show helping intuitives, introverts, and empaths manifest the conscious and abundant life and business that they desire. Today, I am so excited to be sharing the message of Devani Freeman, the founder of Heart Centered Social, and she's worked with hundreds of heart-centered and high-vibe entrepreneurs to build their online audience, attract more clients, and make more money through lucrative digital marketing strategies. She leads and mentors women through the Online Impact Society, an exclusive community for women on the rise. In addition, Devani runs a boutique agency, Heart-Centered Social, for entrepreneurs who are ready to hand over their social media and Facebook ad marketing so they can scale their business to the next level. They support with top-level strategy, traffic, and a kick-ass team to implement with ease. So let's get right into it. Okay, so hey everybody and hi Devani, welcome to the Intuitive Tuesday podcast. Super excited and honored to have you here. I actually initially connected with Devani through Instagram and as the universe would have it, we moved to San Diego around the same time and eventually got together in person and have kept in touch ever since then. And I really deeply resonated with her fierce passion for her work and her desire to serve her community from a very heart-centered place, um, as well as her high vibes and get shit done attitude. I've always loved that about her. So welcome, Devani. How are you? Thank you. Thank you for having me here. Of course. So excited we could finally make it happen. Um, I would love, I know I just did an intro about you, but I would love to hear just your own words of like what you do today, who you serve, and why this is a passion of yours. So if you could just tell us a little bit about that, that'd be awesome. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, my business has evolved over the years. Um, I started out with launching a social media management company and helping small businesses uh, to be able to create consistent social media content by managing that for them and growing their social media accounts. And then that evolved into helping entrepreneurs and solopreneurs and then getting into um, marketing and business coaching for heart centered female entrepreneurs as I got clear and clear on my niche of who I love to work with, which is heart centered, high vibe women. I love working mm-hmm. with light workers, um, women that are really out to make a difference in the world and answer that soul calling. And now to this day, I help Uh, women entrepreneurs through online courses and an online membership site. And then I also help more established women that are ready to scale their business to the next level by hiring a hands-on team that helps with Facebook ads and online funnels and social media management. Awesome. So you basically have a a company that does all that stuff for people. That's awesome. Yes, I know. It's so fun. Yeah, that sounds so VIP. I might want to have to hear about that a little bit later. But for the purpose of the podcast, I know a lot of my listeners are super new to business, right? Yeah. So I would love for you to, to share more about your story. I just really learned about your story about a month ago, and it really re- deeply resonated. And I'm sure that for people who are starting out and feel like, oh my God, can I do this? And they're very new, would love to hear about the ups and downs and how you got to where you are and a little bit more of your background. So can you share some of that with us? 
Yeah, definitely. So like I said, it has been a journey to get here. You know, I'm going on almost seven years in business and um, I started by just this this little voice and this little calling um, right outside of uh, college. I started uh, in hair. And so I was a hairstylist for six years. And I was like, eh, this isn't something that I want to retire from. And there's this calling and this like fire in my stomach of like more freedom and wanted to make more money and just wanted to really live life more than what I was doing. And so that's when I went to Craigslist and I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, what job sounds fun? I was all about what sounds fun. What sounds like it would be like a good, you know, career that I would like to do from years on out. And that's when I landed myself looking, working for an attorney as a legal assistant Um, and it was not good, (laughs) a very cranky attorney that I worked for, but it led me as the universe had willed to meet this woman who works there who was able to get me this job at this advertising company. So I went from hair to legal to (laughs) advertising (laughs) and it was quite the experience because they threw me in, um, with in this like, you know, advertising school, learning all about sales and marketing and working with small business owners and all of these things that were so foreign to me. And I was so scared. Like I remember to this day, the first day that I got out of the, uh, the schooling and they said, okay, here's your list of small businesses that just got their business license and you call and pitch them advertising. And I'm like, what? Like cold call? Like I was like shaking. I was like sweating. I was like, I have to go to the bathroom here. Like, and then I came back and, and I sat at my desk and I was like, okay, Stephanie, you can do this. Like, it's either you do it or you don't. And there's no like turning back. Let's just do this. And so I ended up actually getting really good at inside sales, um, because I, I just lead with like being friendly and lead with, uh, value and not, I never wanted to be one of those salespeople. And so because of my different style, that was like kind of no pressure. It was like, Hey, like, let's really connect and and see if we can create a win-win. Then I moved from inside sales to outside sales. And then about two and a half years into that, I was like, I am not cut out for corporate America. All the company really cared about was sales, sales, sales. I would establish this really great relationship with these small businesses, these mom and pop shops where it's like, you know, putting down money for advertising like they really needed to make their advertising dollars work. And the company wasn't delivering on how we were taught to sell it to be delivered. Mm -hmm. And so this in out, this out of integrity piece did not work for me. And I got to the point where my soul was just like screaming, no, no, no. And so that's when I had a friend of mine talk to me about launching a home-based business. And I, this is in the network marketing industry. And some of you listening to this may may resonate with this story because I think network marketing is kind of a gateway to entrepreneurship for a lot of people. Um, but essentially it's, you know, you're taught to, you know, address your friends and family. And after you're done with that list, then 
it's kind of like, what next? And so that's when I turned to social media and I said, there has to be something to the social media piece. And I did it all wrong. I was spamming people. I was shouting to the rooftops. This is the best product ever. It was a health and wellness product. And I was turning so many people away. Then I figured out, oh, there's actually a strategy to using social media. And it's completely opposite of what I was doing. It's really building trust. It's positioning yourself as an expert. It's leading with value and sharing your knowledge and teaching people without even talking about your products and services. That comes after Mm -hmm. you build that initial trust and you build value. Mm-hmm. And so the more I started to do this, the more I started to get results in my business. And that's when another light bulb moment came on. And I said, I need to help support small businesses and entrepreneurs and how to do this for their own businesses. Mm-hmm. And so I took one of the scariest leaps of my life. It was, it was really scary for me to leave like, oh my gosh, not have a salary anymore. Um, I'm not sure exactly where the money is going to be coming in. I started to build my business um, as a side hustle for a little bit, but there just got to be a point where I just had to make the jump. Mm-hmm. So I did that. I made the jump and I started uh, with a few social media management clients and I got comfortable with having a few. Um, and I remember one day I had a contract that needed to pull out last minute. Their business went under and they said, we just can't do these services anymore. And it was like a big chunk of income that was coming in and it devastated me. That was one of my pivotal, like rock bottom moments Mm -hmm. that I had where I was crying on my apartment room floor. I just ended a four year relationship with the man that I thought I was going to marry. I felt so alone. It was like the whole world was like collapsing in on me. And that's when I had to really make the decision of, am I going to really do this or not? Because I just got a couple clients and I was comfortable, but I wasn't getting myself out there in like a big way that I knew I could because I was allowing fear. I was allowing self-doubt. I was allowing all these things to come in. And so I feel like it was a moment of grace. It was a moment of the universe saying, we're going to shake you up so you have nowhere to go but up Mm -hmm. for you to really get out there and stand in your power. And so that was a blessing in disguise, that moment. And that's what helped me to really pivot and skyrocket my business to the next level of getting into mentoring and running high-level group programs and getting into getting myself out there in a much bigger way, which helped to lead to my success of where I am now in my business. I absolutely thank you for sharing that story. So inspiring. And I, I love that moment where you say like it was this pivotal moment where you were you know, on the floor in your apartment crying. It was like awful. And then you had that question come up. Am I really going to do this or not? Um, I think so many people can relate to being in that space. And I, and I'm curious, like what inside of you said, I am doing this. I'm making it happen. Like, where did that voice come from? Where did that strength come from? Yeah. So I have this like 
my soul craves freedom. Mm-hmm. Everything about me. I mean, my last name is Freeman, right? <laughs> oh my God, that's hilarious. Yeah. So it's like me thinking about being in a job where I have to be somewhere at certain hours where somebody is micromanaging me, where, um, you know, I'm not selling or promoting or using my creative, um, inspiration and things that, you know, light me up and that I feel full in integrity with and commuting and being in traffic, like just everything with the vision of like, J-O-B was like, everything in my body was like, no, like I rather fail flat on my face and know that I gave it my all than to not try. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. It's almost like you didn't have a choice. Like you had to. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. So I, I was going to get into online challenges and I do want to get into that in a little bit, but I didn't realize that you were in, like you were good at sales and not selling in this like soulful way. And now you were able to like apply those skills to selling today. And and the reason I want to touch on this, like so many of my listeners and my audience, like do not like this whole salesy like energy. And I totally, it, it's slimy and it feels really strange and, and I just don't like it. Like I want to run the other way. And I like, how do you today assure that when you sell your services, you do it from a more heart centered place? Yeah. So how I make sure that I do it from a really heart centered place is that I get authentic and vulnerable with the other person Mm -hmm. that is on the phone. Mm -hmm. And I first also, the whole like beginning of a sales conversation is focused on them. And like, what, what is it that they really want? Like, what is it deep down that their heart desires? And, you know, what is in the way from them achieving that and really allow them to share and to pour their heart out. And if you feel like they're still they're still not fully sharing like deep down, like what is that deeper why of why they would want to invest money to, to help to change something. That's when you get the opportunity Mm -hmm. to be able to open up yourself. And the more that you open up yourself, the more you're creating that sacred space for them to do that. And so one of my favorite ways to do that is to share an authentic story. And a lot of times, um, I share the story of my rock bottom moment. I share stories of other moments that are related to that person. So they understand, like I've been there and I can totally relate. And by me opening it up, it gives them permission to just drop any walls because, you know, we're so programmed to not want to be sold to, even though we really love to be sold to because we want the solution. But yet, like if your, you know, personality type is more of a controller, like we don't, we want to be the one to make the decisions. We don't want to feel like somebody is actually like selling us into anything. And so it kind of drops all of that when you get vulnerable. And sometimes I will actually play a game with it and like, see, okay, how vulnerable can I get with this other person on the phone? Like I want to drop like so deep Uh and to see how deep and how much of an amazing connection that I can get. And then also some mindset of 
Like, I don't care if the other person on the phone purchases or not. What Mm -hmm. I care is that when they get off the phone with me, I've made a difference for them. Whether that's helping them to have an aha moment, whether that's helping to empower them in some way, whether that's helping them to give them clarity about different choices that they have. And when you lead from that place and lead from serving and you really deep down and authentically know what you have can help them, then it it's not, you know, thinking of it as a sales call right. isn't even in your mindset. Right. Right. Wow. Oh my God. Obviously I could talk about this forever with you. Um, such great questions. Like how vulnerable can I get with this person? Like how can I even show up even more and be present? Awesome. Awesome points. Thank you for sharing that. So juicy. Yeah. So I, I am super interested in knowing like, how did your business evolve, right? Like you keep saying it's evolved and you know, with what you've shared, it's, it's gone from one step to another to another. Like, how did you check in and know what the right next step was for you? Yeah, that's a really great question. So how I check in and know the next steps is like, a team, a team of supporters, like (laughs) mastermind sisters and having a mentor and having spiritual guides and meditation and, um, tapping into what my heart is saying. Um, I also every day have a practice of journaling Mm -hmm. where I create and manifest through writing it out on paper and checking in with my vision. And so, you know, it's really, really easy to get caught up in what peers are doing, what these so-called, you know, gurus and, and, you know, like seven figure earners, like what they're doing and how their business is set up and thinking that that's the way it has to be for you to create or for me to create success. And I thought that way for the longest time of, my business needed to be a certain way. I needed to have a model a certain way in order for me to make a certain amount of money and have freedom. Mm-hmm. And like, we, we don't know what we don't know. And it's this whole journey is about just continuing to put one foot in front of the other. Mm-hmm. And so how I say my, how my business has evolved, it's because as I'm doing the work and I'm in it and I'm not afraid to fail, I continue to make mistakes and jump back up. I continue to get clearer and clearer on, okay, what do I love to do? What feels good? What is the best way that I love to serve clients? Because, you know, I'm an empath. So my energy level of working with people closely is a lot different than say another friend of mine who can have, you know, 10 to 15 private clients at one time. For me, I would be having a breakdown. (laughs) I can't put out that much energy. So you have to think about, you know, the business model of, do you want to do online courses? Do you want to do close, you know, tight knit masterminds, you know, and what I've really found that works really well for my personality is I love running a team. I love delegating. I love bringing talented people together and working on projects. And so like my agency, my done for you services, like, like light me up, they fuel me. But then I also love 
being right there in the trenches with these startup entrepreneurs and these solopreneurs, but not at a certain close range. So running, you know, the membership community and helping people in more of a group format. Mm -hmm. So that's how things have evolved is as I've done what I don't like, I've been able to (laughs) learn what the contrast is to know, okay, this is actually what I don't want to be. (laughs) So you're, are you saying that we don't have to know everything from the very beginning? (laughs) We don't have to map it all out. Oh my God. I know. (laughs) I know. And the more that you think you have to know everything, you're going to stay stuck in analysis paralysis and it doesn't work. Right. It's like, I want to do this and this and this. And it's like step by step, one foot in front of the other. What do I love to do? What feels good? I absolutely love that. So let's switch over to talking about online challenges because I know that that has been a big part of how you've grown your own following online. So tell me, first of all, like what is an online challenge? Let's start there. Yes. So online challenges... Oh, they're so fun and so amazing. So if you've ever seen like, you know, the 21 day meditation challenge with, Mm -hmm. you know, Oprah Winfrey and Deepak Chopra, where they're guiding, uh, you know, thousands of people through meditation over 21 days, that's like a challenge. It's, it's a mini course that's for free that gives somebody a taste of what it's like to work with you. Mm-hmm. And they're super interactive and they create a really engaged audience. And they're one of my favorite strategies mm-hmm. um, to be able to launch a course or a program or get private clients because they're just so fun and so engaging. I mean, I have even done that 21 day one with Oprah and Deepak and I loved it. Right. And they got me meditating more regularly. So I, I love that. And so why for you, is it different than anything else out there as opposed to like putting out different kinds of options? Why is, why is the challenge so powerful? Because of the interaction, because of the live interaction. So how I teach my students uh, to do a challenge is through doing it as a live series, meaning you're going live in a private Facebook group every day for five days. Mm-hmm. And you're learning about one thing. It's one specific topic that you're teaching on and they get to learn and then they get to ask questions and you get to really, again, it's giving them a taste of what it's like to work with you. And then it's collectively like empowering because you have this whole group going through this at the Mm -hmm. same time. And so there's a lot of synergy and a lot of really powerful energy that's created from challenges. So what do you already need to have in place? Like if someone is just starting out, like I could already hear the questions coming in. Like, what if I don't have a community? What if I'm just starting? Like, how do I even get people in the challenge? What would you say to that kind of question? Yeah. So that's why I teach Facebook ads paired with online challenges. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So Facebook ads is, is, uh, I mean, they're, they're hands down one of the best traffic sources that you can get. Mm -hmm. Um, and they're amazing because you can target exactly who you want to work with, with your message. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and then other organic strategies like um, being, you know, featured on someone's podcast and talking about it, um, doing, you know, a joint um, Facebook Live to have other people help you to promote, um, sharing it on Instagram and pin- Pinterest and all of these um, areas that you can utilize for free as well. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Love that. So anybody can do it. it. They don't necessarily need to have like a huge list in place. No. Love that. Yeah. So what kind of results have you gotten or helped clients get in an online challenge? Like what, what would you say is typical of, well, what have you achieved and like, what can someone expect who's just starting out? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I, after my first challenge, I brought in $58,000, Um, I didn't get paid all of that in once. So let me just explain, um, and break down what I mean by that. So I launched a challenge and then my goal was to launch a challenge to promote a group program. Mm -hmm. So this is a 12 month high end group program. Um, each of the spots in it were around four to Mm $5,000. And so, but then it was broken out into monthly payments and then one deposit. Mm -hmm. So when I say that I made $58,000 that I didn't get paid all of that one upfront, it was over the course of 12 months. And I say this because a lot of people like to throw out numbers Mm -hmm. and it's like, no, this is like really what it looked like. Um, but it's still great because every single month I had a couple thousand dollars coming in reoccurring from this one challenge. And then the second time I ran it, um, I launched a course, a six week course and on, on, uh, teaching online challenges. Mm -hmm. And I got 30 students in that. Um, I made about $5,000 from that. Mm -hmm. And then I upsold them into another 12 month program. Mm -hmm. So my total launch for that was around 130,000. That from challenges, from challenges. That is yeah. amazing, girl. Oh my god! Do you guys hear? I'm like fifty-eight thousand. I'm sure there are so many people who would, whether or not it's all up front or dripped out over twelve months. I'm like, who here is signing up and saying yes, please, from doing a challenge, right? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that's so. Fun. And then typically the average um, for students. Um, is usually, I mean, it it really depends on what you're launching afterwards. Mm -hmm. Um, but I've had a lot of my students, um, anywhere from a couple thousand to 22,000. There's actually a couple that, that did the 22,000 mark. It's kind of been like a, Mm -hmm. um, a consistent number. Mm -hmm. Um, and it all depends like what you're launching on the back end. And some students, they just want to do it to start to build a list. And they're maybe not even ready to like sell to that list yet Mm -hmm. because they're starting at the beginning, but they want to start nurturing and they want to just maybe get a few private clients from it. It kicks that off. Like it builds your list. It builds a Facebook group. Um, And I've had a few do it that way where then after about six months, they're like, okay, now I'm ready. I've got my course created, but, and now they have this audience So it's really beautiful. Mm -hmm. I love that point. So it's not necessarily about getting the the big numbers yet. It can be about growing your list. And a lot of people who who listen in are in that space of like, I have no list. I have zero. I have a hundred. So it can really launch your list and get you that community. That is so awesome. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Cool. So you know, I 
I I want to actually tell people about this free gift that you have because I'm so hyped about the challenge now. Yeah. Um, can you share what your free gift is? I think right now would be the perfect time for you to drop some information on that. Yes. Yeah. So it's, um, the lady boss list building kit, and pretty much I've put together like my whole challenge outline, like everything that you need to know about, um, how, you know, it's set up and, um, things that you need to have in place. I help, uh, a few worksheets of figuring out, you know, your title, your tagline, and then also some really great case studies in there, um, of other women and what they've done and what their challenge was about. Uh, so it's like the perfect, uh, resource to help you to launch your online challenge. That is super exciting. Where can we find that? Um, so you can find that at devonyfreeman.com and then it is forward slash a lady boss list building kit. Perfect. And I'll also have that in the link on the website so you can check it out there. But check that out. That sounds like an amazing, amazing, like value packed freebie. So everybody go there, download it right now and get started. I am convinced I'm going to start a challenge. I've done stuff with like 70 challenges, 30 day challenges. And I'm like, it's time for another one. So you've inspired me. Thank you so much for that. I'm going to be joining that challenge as well. So if anybody else is doing that, let me know in the Facebook group. Um, so I, I want to circle back around, like, what's one piece of advice that you wish you could give your earlier entrepreneurial self way in the beginning, at the beginning of the journey? What would you tell yourself if you could go back in time? Oh, I would tell myself that you don't need to know all of the answers mm-hmm. and that you just need to know the next step in front of you. And that if you continue to keep going, those answers will come to you. Yes. Yes. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Wow. What a perfect way to conclude our interview. Is there anything else that you want to share with any of the listeners here today? You know, I just want to encourage you all to, to keep going. You know, you're going to hit roadblocks. You're going to hit speed bumps. Mm -hmm. You're going to hit all of these things that are going to test you and to understand that entrepreneurship is one of the craziest personal development courses you will Mm -hmm. ever embark on. And throughout this journey, continue to tap into what your heart is telling you and what your intuition is telling you, because in the end, that is what's going to guide you in the right direction and to keep going and to never quit, no matter how hard it may get, you can continue and you will make it happen. Beautiful. So inspiring. Thank you so much for being here, Devani, and everybody else. I'll see you next Tuesday on the next episode of Intuitive Tuesday. are a new intuitive coach and you're still trying to figure out like what is your message who are you serving what makes you different i highly recommend you head over to bit.ly backslash awaken your light so that you can figure out who you serve and what makes you amazing and different in the marketplace the guide is called awaken your lightworker superpowers and the link again is bit.ly backslash awaken your light see you there bye everybody